The following is a podcast from St. George's Episcopal Church in Arlington, Virginia. We invite you to support the ministries of St. George's Church through a one-time or reoccurring donation. To give, visit our webpage, www.stgeorgeschurch.org. The word saint is spelled in full. St. George's is a vibrant and inclusive community that is committed to loving God, serving others, and changing the world. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went down to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them at the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad before the Lord, for he has come. As we celebrate your incarnate presence among us, generous God, may the words of my lips and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing to you, our creator, our redeemer, and our inspirer. Amen. Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The movie Love actually features several characters who find that the Christmas season leads and inspires them to take action and share some of the words of compassion and kindness and care that have been on their hearts for some time. These are words to be pondered, words to be treasured in the heart, words that provide sustenance through the challenges of life, as mundane and trying and disappointing as those challenges can be sometimes. When Paul wrote of fighting the good fight of faith, he didn't promise that the struggle would be easy. But the promise of the incarnation is that Christ is with us through it all. That Emmanuel has come among us, bridging the gap between heaven and earth in a presence that is as simple and miraculous as a newborn child, as simple and miraculous as broken bread shared at a table with generous hearts, the fruit of the vine poured out for all. While most nativity scenes typically depict the Magi from Matthew's Gospel as entirely male and a group of three astronomers who fulfill the directions of the hymn, so bring him incense, gold and myrrh, come peasant king to own him, the King of Kings salvation brings, let loving hearts enthrone him. These gifts of immense earthly value brought by those magi were not actually the ones described as being treasured or pondered by Mary in Luke's gospel. It's the good word from the shepherds that, the, that is the true treasure in Luke's rendering, the wisdom from on high that provides nourishment for the journey. Among all the advertisements and deceptive messages of our modern era, messages that might try to mislead us into spending our valuable time, money, and energy on that which is not of God, Scripture offers us words of compassion and care, words of truth and hope, words of redemption and rescue. These words are the true treasure, and they can mean the most to us over the long haul. Just prior to our reading from Luke's Gospel, Mary provided some, Elizabeth provided some treasured words of affirmation to Mary, encouraging Mary in her role. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. This affirmation could have helped to inspire Mary to sing out with the words of the Magnificat. This in turn is what sets the stage for the angel's appearance to those uncouth Shepherds who faithfully responded, following directions and bringing the good news that this child is the Messiah, the Savior of the world. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. The visitation by the shepherds provided the treasured words that led Mary to ponder in her heart what kind of abundant life could be in store for her and her child. The fact that Mary and Elizabeth's witness to the Incarnation precedes the witness of the shepherds gives us a parallel to the resurrection reports later on. 
when in every gospel account, a single woman or a group of women are the first witnesses to the empty tomb and the risen Christ. They are the ones who get the scoop and break the news to the others. And this feminine report was followed by a revelation to the other disciples who were still having a hard time believing and living into the truth of this good news. In both transformational moments, incarnation and resurrection, the news isn't received by the religious and political leaders. Neither the high priest descended from Aaron, nor the Sadducees, nor the Pharisees, nor the Herodians, nor the Sanhedrin, even though some members of all of those groups surely served Christ in their own way and in their own day. No, in Luke's gospel, the good news of the incarnation is believed first by a group of feminine companions, Mary and Elizabeth, and then the news spread to the broader group. And that broader group of shepherds are everyday people, people who might have been afraid or cold or hungry or tired or grieving as they engage their tasks of daily life. The good news is given to people who are serving God in unobtrusive and at times underappreciated ways, in struggles that for some could have been all too real, in struggles that for some could have been both dangerous and frustratingly hard. They were people who were putting their lives, body and soul, on the line. They depended on one another for survival. They depended on one another for rest, for protection, for hope and for encouragement. This, this is Christ the King whom shepherds guard and angels sing, haste, haste, to bring him laud the babe the son of Mary. Maybe they trusted God and one another because they had no other option. For them, faith was not just an intellectual exercise or a thought experiment. It was their life. It was their survival. It was their faith, their hope, their love. At the beginning of our right one service at 8 a.m., we remember Christ's summary of the law. Thou shalt love thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Christ followed this with this first and great commandment with the second, which is like unto it. But our primary call is to serve God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind, all three, declaring joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. Let heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. In our life and in our singing, I think we can take inspiration from Mary and the shepherds and our more recent examples of humble service, people who did their best to trust that love actually has been born among us in the form of a small, vulnerable, and yet transformational child. The incarnate word of care, of covenant, of compassion, of agape love, and of new life. The actual love that is the true treasure of Christmas. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. Amen.